Hi guys, welcome back to my podcast. Welcome back to Mel and the Girl Problem Podcast. Today we are on episode 10 where we talk about black women in competition with other black women. Now you may be wondering why this particular topic in general. Because you see it a lot in media, social media, and society today. Black women from my experience, compete, compare, and undermine one another so much that it seems like we just, just how we interact with each other. These days, it's women who relax their hair versus who are natural. They begin comparing themselves to other women on social media that leads to trying to conform to what media says is the more attractive look. Have you ever walked down the street and passed a black woman giving you the stink eye and you don't even know her? Have you ever had someone dislike you for no reason at all? Yeah, I think it happens to every black girl at least once in their life. But why? Most people would say that it's just how black women are. We have the permanent RBF and we are constantly come up as those unfriendly black hotties as a reference from the popular TV show <sighs> Mean Girls. <laughs> See what I did there? But I think it's something deeper than that. Society and black culture have put women, especially black women, against each other for years. And so far as black women can remember, actually, in relationship, black women can establish a sense of competition if their partner is unfaithful, makes them jealous, or just flat out leaves them for someone better. You feel inadequate and in that you have something to prove, so you walk around thinking that you have to be better than every other black woman that you come across. And constantly hearing things like, I like women with big butts, big breasts, long hair, etc. Sometimes you find yourself trying to conform to those standards of what certain black men want, and it becomes a race to be the best of the bunch. I've exhausted myself for years trying to be everyone around me, but I, but me, I don't think I was good enough. I didn't wear the best clothes, have really long hair, be it relaxed and natural. It's crazy to think how other women can go from being your friends to a foe because issue with comparison and constant competition. Likely it seems as though we're turning into a different direction where black women compare and compete are concerned. We have people like Beyonce, Issa Rez, and Tyra P. Henson acknowledging that other black women are talented without any other catalyst behind it. It becomes something a lot easier to navigate without feeling guarded or not good enough among a group of black women in real life or any social media platform. Though there still are and will probably always be the black women that can't seem to realize their own magic, but there are more and more examples every day about it and what seems to cherish the black women around you versus trying to compete with them. And also it stems from also society where they also question like your femininity and what they visual as being more feminine or what they seem as the ideal want to be what most want most women to view as the damsel in the stress. For example, Shore Joyner Truth was viewed as a muscular black woman but wasn't viewed as um, her femininity. But she was a ballinist and a feminist. But that also stems from the lines of having people view what they think a woman should look like and how they should conform to that. For example, Serena Williams. Her beautiful body was scrutinized as being too masculine, not enough feminine. But now, honestly, who cares? Her husband loves her, and her baby girl will look up to her mother as a positive, strong role model that she wants to be when she gets older. Now, 
when it comes to femininity and all that stems from our culture where black women were mainly sexually abused, poor living conditions, and basically not treated as property among themselves. Now when Jordan Truth gets the ball in the picture, she completely breaks the image with her uh, transcript, Ain't I a Woman? And basically that stems from the, the whole backlash of being, you know, feminine, but also you gotta think, why are black women so hard and competing with each other when they should be happy in their own skin versus their own body and not trying to be like everybody else wants them to be, whether their hair is relaxed or not. But I also think it stems from how society views us. Like, if you are a muscular black woman, you're going to compete with someone who's not muscular, but is like light, lean muscular, but also keeps her femininity and chest. I mean, comes off as more lay-like, but also there are some black women who aren't happy in their own skin, like also micromanaging themselves, which is kind of sad because you think if you learn to love yourself, why can't you learn to also love other black women around you, but not also not trying to bring them down, but also trying to build them up in a sense. And I think Besides society, it also stems from, like, us competing for a man, or the better job, or the better education, and I think it's really, really sad when it comes to it, and I'm just thinking that, why does it have to be this way, if we are always told to befriend one another, be kind to one another, whether they're not kind to us, you still show them a positive light when it, we have to focus on telling other black women to be kind to each other because it's sad when we can't come together and unite when we're always trying to essentially tear each other down and it's really sad when it comes down to it when you'll see a black woman and they either are trying to support you or they're just trying to bring you down with them with their highest lows and make you feel less of a person as well as themselves so I think that also stems from when I was looking up earlier for some interesting facts, when I was going back to look at the the Sardiner Truth, it's basically saying how they weren't sure if she ever asked that question herself. I am a woman. But I think also stems from being unsure because the world often seems to be. If you hang around your friends, you think, oh, she's like the light is going to get picked first because you're mortified because you're not, your skin is not viewed as something as valuable and if all girls were supposed to, supposed to target for the evil of the world then why never assume it need to be the same thing for likes in schools or dances or being told to toughen up and I fix the label of Sean before I even enter grade school as a kid I just didn't get it not completely anyway many women don't have to be dark-skinned Amazonians and from in the book called Hunger, Roxy Gray's latest memoir, the author details that numerous times strangers failed to see her as a woman solely due to her weight. And it's the butchering presence of women or trans women of color who will be most subject to violence and even death because of their assumed gender. But I think also it has to stem from all things that we were taught in society and how they view us as women. And also when we cut our hair a certain way, it doesn't look good on us, but it looks better on a white person. And it doesn't help when we are trying to succeed. Mainly, especially a lot of black women inside today, they're trying to succeed, but also help other women to exceed, not just try to bring each other down, but to bring them up. Despite diversity, we're trying to 
make ourselves known in the world and have our presence known, but not just being viewed as we're always trying to compete, trying to be the best of this and that. And it should be also black, especially when it attracts to a black woman, is overwhelmingly gender masculine. When Alabama middle class white women were angled of the house, beautiful, polished, chaste, and delicate, black women were thought to be the beasts in the field who did not need their body sensibilities and virtue of their bodies protected while in the 19th century slavery-based American economy depends on this distinction. The beast of remains long after black bondage passed away. The tenant of white women frail to stand on their own unless we are confident of their shadow, the strong, muscular black woman. I think this also strives from our history that, as I mentioned before, and the translator journal's truth, ain't I a woman, also stands of how we should need to reevaluate ourselves and feel like we need to reevaluate the course of action that we need to, to take to be strong and independent black women and not always compete but learn to cherish other black women around us as well as trying to stop this competition between each other that we don't need to bring each other down and that we just need to bring each other up and I think it's going to take a while for us to get there but as long as you have that one good example of a black woman cherishing of those around her, including like Lapido, all the Winfrey, Serena Williams, Venus, and many of those around us trying to bring us each other up and trying to support each other. I think we'll have a strong bond going from there. But I think it also stems of this long push from society that has been ingrained for so many years that it just needs to, just the cycle needs to be broken. And, well, I hope you enjoyed this podcast on Mel and Girl Prime Podcast. I will see y'all again next Friday for another topic. And I hope you will go out there today <clears throat> and encourage other black women around you to bring them up and tell them it's okay if you don't have this long, natural, relaxed hair. Just be happy with your hairline because it looks good on you and your body type and you should learn to love yourself. And I hope you all have a blessed day and I'll see y'all again next Friday for another Melanin Girl, Problem Podcast. Hope you have a blessed day and see y'all later. Bye.